it's Riley back on Roxy Podcast. I'm here with... I'm Adam, again. Everyone know who he is? Okay, today this is a special edition because we're not really talking about a book. Not talking a book. We might talk about some books, but this... So, episode three, Roxy Podcast, is about a class. Yes, it's an online class, not a sit-there-boring-look-at-the- board teacher says blah 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 two plus two is four class it's an online class called the science of well-being by yale so yale university and put so this is recorded at yale for yale students and we have a professor yes what's her name Lori santa Lori santos and so what's the course what's the idea of the course it's about how to be happy. So it's kind of teaching us what makes people happy, what people can do to get happy. So, and also, uh, I'm very happy at the beginning. You were, yes, you were pretty happy at the beginning. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, so how long have we been doing this class? Um, for a long time. So I think it's six weeks. Each week we watch some videos, we do some exercises, um, do a quiz, little quiz. Yeah. And we've learned lots and lots of stuff. So we've kind of got to the end of the learning stuff. And so we are going to try and talk about the stuff that we've learned and then also um, put it in practice. Put it into practice. So that's a perfect place to start because, as we all know, that knowing is half the battle. That's what I say in the kids in G.I. Joe's. At the end of the G.I. Joe, they they say, Now you know, and knowing is half the battle, right? Wrong. Everybody, whatever Adam says, mostly, don't listen to him because he is wrong. Knowing is not half the battle. Knowing what science ma- says makes you happy doesn't do much. Okay. So, you know, if you know that, you can't have this cookie because it makes you fat and it has a lot of sugar. You just know that, but you don't do that. Okay, so this is a G.I. Joe fallacy. This is like the kind of thing we started with that – even if you know all this stuff about what makes people happy, mm-hmm. uh, the only way it will actually make you happy is if you do lots of action kind of stuff and just thinking about it, knowing stuff doesn't exactly actually help. Okay, yeah. so at the beginning, before we started learning any of this stuff, we kind of got told that mm-hmm. um, we're going to learn stuff and then you're going to have to do stuff. Uh, we measured your happiness. Mm-hmm. And what did we find out? I was pretty happy. Like, yeah, you were pretty – so happy 8.999? Hmm? Your happiness was 8.999? That's what I always say. Okay, so we, we measured your happiness on a bunch of different tests mm-hmm. and we got that you were a pretty happy person. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also did signature strengths. What are signature strengths? Signature strengths are your strengths. What makes those – what's the difference between a signature strength and a regular strength? It's the strength? strength that you have more strength at. Okay, so I think that the person who made the, this test or this researcher had, I think, 32 categories maybe, 32 different kind of strengths. Mm-hmm. And you kind of take a test and then it gives you ranked your top couple um, strengths. So what are your strengths? Number one, love. Number two, forgiveness. Number three, appreciation of beauty. And four, creativity. And did that surprise you? Did you think are these – what you're expecting, or are any of these at all surprising? None of them are surprising. Um, one of them, Not one really. of the, one of them, is a little bit surprising for me. What? 
which one do you think do I think is surprising for you? None. I said. Okay. So, but the, I think. I don't know. I think if I if I'm going to pick one of these things that surprises me that it's your signature strength. Mm-hmm. Which one do you think I'm going to pick? I don't know. Yes. I don't know. Pick one. Uh. I know two that are very obvious. Okay, are those the last two? Um, the no. Oh, very dumb. Anyways, uh. Okay, so I was gonna say that I remember one time that you were saying you were had to pay someone back for something they did like six or seven years ago. And you said, like, I am never going to forgive them. I need to pay them back. I need to punish them for the thing mm. they did when they were a little baby. <laughs> so maybe you, that was a year ago, maybe. So I guess you've grown up and now you are better at forget. Are you good at – do you forgive people? The moment they do it. The moment they do it. So, like, I could poke you in the belly right now. And hey! Okay. No, but that's different. I was coming up an excuse. Okay, so anyway, week one, what's the kind of cliffhanger, the kind of preview for week one? What's the point? That lots of people who do the things that they think are going to make them happy and they get to be super successful. Yep. I have lots of money. I married the person that I think I like them and I have a good job and I'm sad. So I think we talked about this is a problem that now lots of people are depressed, are sad, are not as happy as they could be, and we're trying to figure out how do you get happier. So moving on to week two, mm-hmm. misconceptions. The way they, they the way they did this was first they kind of told us all the ways that our brains are broken, mm-hmm. and then we had to wait to learn like what do we do about it. So what are some misconceptions we have about being happy? Money. So first, first, what are the mis- – before we get to examples, what mm. – so what, what, are, what, what, what are we talking about here? We are talking what are all, about – These examples are all examples of what? Misconceptions. And what does that mean? What is what? – That means like you think it's going to make you happier, but it's not. Okay. So things that we think are going to make us happy, and then they end up not really doing much to make us happy. So we have a bunch of examples here. Mm-hmm. First one is money. So money's good, right? If you have mm-hmm. money, you can buy stuff and... Yeah, but here's the thing. Most people, when they get the goal of money they want, they want more and more and more. So people always... So we want money, and then... We have money, and then you're like, but now I want more money. Isn't that the thing? That wouldn't it be nice if you got your money, and then you're like, I have my money, and I'm happy forever. Um, but people always, always want more money, and that was kind of we just read about Scrooge. Yep. He liked money. Was he happy? Nope. Oh. So, yeah, so don't be like Scrooge. What's next? Another example. Jobs. Some people, if you get a good job, you won't be super happy. So we think that getting a good job, maybe this is also kind of like a job that pays you a lot of money, that mm-hmm. being very successful in your career, that maybe that doesn't really make us happy. Yeah, and if they 
don't give you the job, you won't be super sad. And we'll talk about that more later. Yeah. Another thing, body. Okay, so what a body is like, I don't like the way I look. Mm-hmm. So I can I could get surgery. No. Should I get surgery? No. I could make my face prettier. You'll get sadder. It will maybe, yeah, maybe won't uh, make us any happier. What about yep. grades? Uh, I'm sure like, if you do well at school, right, you get mm-hmm. a good grade of the test, that's going to make you happy, right? Um, sort of. Well, the happiness is about the same. Okay, so sort of like get an A on the test, fail the test, same thing? Yeah. Oh. About. Okay, and kind of, I think the biggest kind of thing that's the easiest to think about is... Awesome stuff. Do you have some awesome stuff? Yes. What kind of awesome stuff do you have? We got the sweet microphone. This microphone is pretty cool. Ha ha ha! I also have um this mini cart, go kart, go kart, a mini go kart kind of thing. Um, I have marshmallow, my dog, but I'm happy. You're happy. So, is a marshmallow a thing, or is a marshmallow a relationship? Oh, a relationship. I forgot. That's my dog, by the way. I mean, or it could be like an actual marshmallow that you. Oh, I have food. I have a bed. I okay. have a house. Uh, but compared to how did people live, let's say, go back a couple hundred years, like, or even like we were talking about Scrooge. Scrooge is like 150 years, 200 years ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. What was, He was rich. Scrooge was a rich guy. Mm-hmm. Did his house sound nice? Did his stuff sound pretty nice? Not really. Did he have like TV and iPad and nope. car? Did he have a car? Nope. Like he had to go on a horse, right? If you want to go somewhere, go on a yep. horse. Um, did he fly on planes? Nope. Did he get to go to the Maldives for vacation? Nope. So Scrooge was- Are there even Maldives yet? Uh, Maldives, it's a country, so I think it, oh. the islands were probably there. They made some islands. Like some islands are artificial maybe, but mostly there were definitely islands there a couple hundred years ago, I think. Not definitely, but I think. Um, okay, so we are like- even if we're people today, most people, even if they're not super rich, if they're just like comfortable, middle kind of average people, they are have way better stuff than like people had a couple hundred years ago, right? Yep. So that means we're happier than we were a hundred years ago, right? Nope. You know why? These days, people go on their iPads, phones, um, computers, and chat, play games, do blah, blah, blah stuff, and they don't even talk to other people and go play outside, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, they we're saying that um, getting lots of super cool stuff doesn't quite uh, – We it is one of these things that we think is going to make us happy, but doesn't, doesn't actually – make us that happy so this is the kind of saying thing saying like if i get a new iphone my life will be complete i will be a happy person so <laughs> so not like i get an iphone and i'm happy for a couple of days but like i will be happy in the future if i can just get an iphone or get a prettier face or whatever and last uh what's our last thing that we think is going to make us happy but doesn't quite do it it's true love Oh, you're a Grinch. Huh? True love? We shouldn't care about true love? We should, but it wouldn't make us that happy. Well, if you get married, the first two years will be happy, happy, happy. But then later you'll just get used to it. And I I think the idea is more not that you shouldn't look for true love or you shouldn't um, try and 
be happy with getting married. And it's that I think um, it's not going to solve your other problems. That if you have other things in your life you're not happy about and you find a person, you find your soulmate, your – didn't say any names. It's okay. Um, hey, I didn't even say it. That if the other stuff isn't fixed, having one relationship isn't going to fix everything. Yes. Okay. And then we had um, another researcher. What's her name? Her name is Sonia or Sanja Leba. No. Lubomirsky? Oh, yeah. Um, okay. We have a harder one coming up, right? Uh, okay. So she said she kind of did some research of the things that can make us – what makes some people happy, other people not happy. So there are three three main components of what makes a person – what contributes to a person's happiness level. Okay. So – there's 50% genetic set points. So what, what what does genetic mean? Genetic means like yourself. It means your genes, kind of the things that you're born with that make you who you are. Yeah. Um, so like some dogs are going to be grumpy, angry, bitey kind of dogs. Some dogs are super friendly and love people a lot. And mm-hmm. a lot of that maybe is related to just like if you're a cute little dog – cute little fluffy dog, maybe you're going to be nice. If you're a wolf dog, maybe you're going to be more grumpy, angry more of the time if you're like a wolf. Why? I like wolves. But are wolves cuddly and like people? Yes. If you see a wolf on the in the forest, you're going to go try and pet it? Well, if you don't hurt it, they won't hurt you. Are you sure? Would you yes, be willing to sure. bet your hand on that that you're going to stick your hand in its mouth? No! If you're walking in the forest, if you go to camp next week and you're oh, in the forest, I'm not talking about that. Like a real like, wolf. I'm talking about a real wolf. Yeah, they're they're friendly. If you don't to try or look like you're killing them or gonna take their babies or something, they won't try to hurt you. Okay, so genetic set point is kind of that some people. Do you think that some people are naturally kind of happier than others? That just like the way they are, or yes. some and some people and probably someone like Scrooge. Maybe he was kind of a naturally pretty grumpy kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, Are you so, naturally happy or that, naturally sad? Am I I am I don't I don't think I'm naturally super, super happy that there's some people who are just like, yay, everything's awesome. And that's not really I don't really feel like that. Um so that's only fifty percent though. So what are, what's the rest of what's the other half? Ten percent life circumstances. Life circumstances. So what are life circumstances? Like what is happening? What is happening exactly. and what your life is like. So I have a super awesome car and house and boat and plane. Whoa. That's my life circumstances. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's super important, right? That must make – having that kind of stuff should make you super happy, right? Mm, not really. So 10%. That's only 10% or like I have a tiny little house and I don't have any air conditioning and it's super hot and I'm really, really sticky and sweaty. Still just 10%. Mm-hmm. And then what's – so we have a 50% and a 10% and how much is left? The 40% is our intentional actions and thoughts. Intentional actions and thoughts. So what does that mean? That means what – the choices we make and the thoughts we think. And so, and that's also stuff that's kind of going on in our own heads. That's the stuff that we are in control of, right? Mm-hmm. That's like the way you think about things or some of the habits that we're going to talk about that can actually make you happy. 
that's a pretty big piece, right? That seems like rather than trying to get a super awesome job and money and house and car, that's only worth 10%, but you can do some pretty simple kind of things and that can improve a much bigger chunk of your happiness. Mm -hmm. Okay, so week, moving on to week three. Week three is... Why are expectations are bad? Okay, so we've got, we're going to learn a bunch of... Annoying cool, features of the mind. Annoying features, and they all have special names, and we are going to give some examples of them. So first, what's our first word? Miswanting. What is miswanting? So, example. You drink a delicious pink bubble tea and enjoy it a lot. It makes you so happy. You decide to buy an expensive pink bubble tea cafe so you can drink a bubble tea for every meal. Okay, and so the, the miswanting idea is that we think this thing, you, I want this thing. Why do I want this bubble tea machine cafe? Because it's delicious and I want to drink it every day. And it's going to make me happy. If I just had this thing, I would be happy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And what it often turns out is the thing that we think is going to make us happy after we get it, we don't enjoy it as much, nearly as much as we thought we were going to, right? Yep. And so another example of that we have here. Oh, um, we said it before, like people who get surgery to be more pretty get way more sad. So this is something that if someone thinks, I feel like I'm not pretty enough. And they say, okay, if I, I can go go to the doctor, get some surgery, and they're going to make me prettier again. And they, the people who do that, you would think that they're not happy because they feel like they aren't pretty, and then that should solve their problems, right? Nope. That it turns out that the things that were making them unhappy is more than just their appearance, and they end up even less happy, it seems like, after they get after they become beautiful. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, second. Next our one. minds don't think in terms of absolutes. Our minds judge to relative reference points. Okay, so relative reference points. So what's a reference point? Reference points is like the things around us. Right, so we're, we're comparing, right? We're yes. comparing stuff. So... Yeah. So an example is if you look at models in magazines, it makes people unhappy with their appearance. So just if you look at people who are very beautiful, mm -hmm. then you look in the mirror and you compare yourself to not to like a normal person that you could be way as pretty or prettier than a normal kind of person. But if you just look at the prettiest people in the world, you feel like maybe you're not quite that pretty. Yes. A uh, super good example here is Olympics. What yeah. happens at the Olympics? So, um, there are people racing, and then when they win, there's a gold medal, silver, and bronze. What's and the best? Gold medal. And then second, silver, and third, Did bronze. you get a gold medal at school yesterday? Yes, it's for a game. Whoa. All the girls got it. So you got your gold medal. How do you feel when you get your gold medal? Happy, cool, fun. And so I think this is a study we saw where they were looking at photos of the people getting the medals put around their necks, maybe. 
or maybe it was like right after the race finishes. I think both, like right after the race finishes or whatever, and they figure out, they find out they won or they lost or they got whatever medal. And then also when they're on the podium receiving the medal and see how they feel. Yeah. So, Riley, you just won a gold medal at the Olympics. How do you feel? I'm so happy I won a gold medal. It's the best thing. Yeah, yeah, You've yeah, been working happy. for the last – your entire life that Olympic people work for – they play their sports for longer than you've been alive, right, to get to that gold medal that – Yeah. 20 years of hard work and it finally paid off and they are very, yay, very happy. Yay, Okay. And what's next? What about silver? Silver, I'm just like, oh, I could have got that gold. There was just one inch away from that guy. I should have practiced more, blah, 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 blah. I'm so grumpy. So gold, so silver, second best in the world. You worked for 20 years. You got to be second best in the world. You should be happy, right? Mm-hmm. Are you happy? Nope. Because who are you comparing yourself to? The gold medalist. Okay, and then the interest – so this is not that interesting yet. The interesting part comes right now. Okay. Who's left? Bronze. So bronze lost to both these guys, right? Yep. So they must be even more sad. Actually, I got bronze and I'm pretty happy. I actually got a medal. Okay, and so the reason is that these two – the silver and bronze, even though silver is better than bronze – they have different reference points, right? Yes. So what's the bronze reference point? The bronze reference points is um, everyone else that didn't get a medal. The people who aren't there, who aren't standing on that podium and yep. did not get any medal at all. Okay. And then I think you just mentioned um, people paying attention too much to their phones or iPads or whatever. Yep. Uh, and a big reason for that is social media. So what does social media do? Social media makes you feel bad about yourself in every single way. So the kind of looking at other people pretending to be super happy or only saying the best stuff about their lives. Yep. Makes you compare your normal life, which has some good stuff, but also some bad stuff, mm-hmm. to the stuff people are going to post on what's your favorite. Do you do anything other than WeChat? Um, what do you mean? Any other social media that you nope. use? So WeChat is the best. WeChat and the what kind of things you go out on the weekend or go out somewhere with your family? What kind of thing do you post on WeChat? What I'm doing. And is it cool stuff you like to post? Yeah. You're like, so what things? Can you give an example? Um, just picture. Just uh, like of what, of what are you? What kind of, what's an example of something you posted recently of something you're doing? Uh, that me and my mom went on a mommy daughter play date again. Uh, and did you do something kind of cool? Yeah, um, it's yummy stuff. Okay, so you're posting like, look, I'm out having fun with my mom and eating delicious food. I'm having so much fun. Mm-hmm. And you probably don't post the times where you're like, I'm at home, I'm bored, and I'm a little bit sad. Does that sometimes happen that you're home and bored and maybe a little bit yep, sad? Yep. Actually, some people do that. They're just like, I'm bored. Anyone here? But usually people try and post the good things that makes their life look good. And so when you only compare your life to the awesome stuff everyone else is posting, it can make you a little bit feel sad. Yeah. Okay. Next, our favorite word, favorite phrase. Next thing. Next. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Hedonic adaptation. Hedonic, hedonic coming from, we learned this in Grit a couple months ago, a few mm-hmm. months ago. Uh, what does hedonic mean? Party, party. Do stuff that feels good. Mm-hmm. So, motiv- so in Grit, we're talking about being motivated by wanting to party, have lots of stuff, get stuff, do stuff, be soup, have a lot of fun. Um and so what's the problem with that hedonic um, goal or mindset or stuff? It's that you get adapted to it. So what does that mean? That means, like, you remember the time that I bought a cafe, pink bubble tea cafe, and then I drank a pink bubble tea every meal, um, but the results aren't that good. I get bored of it and sick and throw up everywhere from drinking my pink bubble tea. And even if you didn't throw up, uh, how good was that first pink bubble tea you had? It was delicious. How many pink bubble teas have you, since you've bought that cafe, how many pink bubble teas have you drank? 20. 20 only 20? Okay. Um, yes. Okay, so let's say 20. It could be 200. Uh, you could have had it for a year, right? Oh. But still, if you can think about, like, out of 10, that first one was, like, 9.999. Mm-hmm. Number five still must have been pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. After five? What, was, what do you think after it? Was it the same or? It's okay, but yummy. So maybe, like, an eight or a nine. Mm-hmm. And then after, let's say, bubble tea number 200, how do you feel now? <laughs> Come is- on. Give me something new for a change, right? Mm-hmm. So this is – this adaptation is something that we enjoy a lot, becomes less awesome the more we experience it. Yeah. So what are some more examples of that? Um, so you buy a big house or a fancy car, but you don't really appreciate it after a short time. So again, you, you think – you get this – Super awesome house. There's a picture they keep showing us of an awesome house with an awesome pool, and it looks pretty. It looks like a pretty awesome house. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't spend much time kind of saying, "Wow, the house! I can't believe I have this house." When you've once you've been living here, it's after a month or two, it becomes normal. Mm-hmm. So the fourth thing is we don't realize that our minds are built to get used to stuff. So this is saying that we've talked about our minds getting used to stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem is that we, even if you tell someone that, we don't get it and we kind of still think, oh, I'm different or, but really this thing, this thing I want, I really do want it. I'm not miswanting it. I do really want this thing. Mm-hmm. So this was the way they kind of tested this is they waited for some event that was uncertain. So it could be good or could be bad, right? So what are some examples of or or things? Yeah, so some events or some things that we could test. Okay, so like if you predict how you feel about bad stuff, like a bad grade, breaking up, failing driver's test, you think it will be super awful, terrible. But really, it's just a teeny tiny bit worse than normal. Okay, so you've got a big test coming up. Mm-hmm. And right now, you are like a seven happiness, right? Mm-hmm. You're pretty happy. You're a little bit stressed, but like pretty happy. Uh, mm-hmm. But this test is super important. If you fail, how happy do you think you're going to be? Zero. 
you're going to be like, the world, my life is over. They're going to send me back to do year four again and like... By the way, this is not true. And my life is going to be ruined. Um, but what actually happens? You're just like, drop down maybe to a six. All right. And we had a very funny example with driver's tests. So when you... Oh, were- Yeah. When you want to get a driver's license, you have to take like a driving test. I think I think it's either a driving test or like a laws rules kind of test. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we f- they found some people who kept failing the test. Yep. And so, can you tell people what was kind of funny about the way this happened? This the way people reacted. So um, the person was failing one time, and then so before they even take the test, they yeah. asked them, right? They were like, "How happy are you?" How happy are you? And predict, right? Make a prediction. Yeah. If you pass the test, fail the test. If you fail the test, what's going to happen? And what do people say? Like, if uh, they fail the test? If they fail the test, their life are going to be over. And then, but their happiness now is eight. And when they actually take the driver's test, but then they fail, it's not okay, really let's actually, let's actually play this out, okay? okay. So are you going to be taking the test or am I going to be taking the test? I don't know. Um, how about I be taking the test? You be taking the test. Fantastic. You're going to fail. Okay. Riley, how happy are you right now? About eight. Eight. Okay. So you got this really big driving test. You're taking this driving test. Um, you really want to pass it, right? Yeah. If you fail a test, how happy will you be? Zero. Zero. Okay. Really? Is it, I think – okay. You're zero. Okay. Riley, I'm sorry you ran over an uh, old lady. <laughs> uh, you failed the test. Okay. Oh, okay. Or you almost ran over an old lady. You didn't see her. You didn't stop at the stoplight. And you almost hit an old lady. She's fine, so you don't have to be sad about killing an old lady. Mm. Um, but you failed the test. Okay. How happy are you now? Um. Okay. 7.58. Okay. So a tiny bit less happy, but... Still okay. Good news is you get to take the test again. Yay! Okay? So you get to take the test again in a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're still back to like seven, eight kind of happiness. If you fail this time, um, how happy do you think you'll be if you fail it? I think I'll be a two. Two. So st- you'll be super unhappy. Okay, so go take the test. And I'm sorry, Riley. Um, this time it was a baby. <laughs> Lucky the baby's super small. The baby went all the way under the car. <laughs> Uh, but you did actually run over a baby. Baby's fine. You actually ran over a baby. Um, so how happy are you now? Um, I'm okay. I'm about a eight. So basically normal, right? Mm. Okay. We're going to take the test again. Um, how do you think you'll feel if you fail it? I feel very bad. Okay. So, so this kind of kept happening. These people were taking the test like five or six times. And every single time, what happened? Every single time, they're like, if I fail, it's going to be terrible. And they never actually noticed that when they didn't fail, they felt fine. Or wait, sorry, when they did fail, right? Well, you did fail the test and you're like, oh, it's okay. I'll try again. It's fine. And this kept happening over and over and over again because our minds are kind of dumb. And the same thing goes for good stuff, right? Yep. So... Um, so, like, if you get a new iPhone and or you get good grades or being in a unicorn. Being in a unicorn? Weird. <laughs> yeah. 
you will think it will be super awesome. But really, it's just a little bit awesome. Yeah, so it's a little bit awesome, and we well, hedonically adapt, yeah. and it's not as good as we think. Okay, so moving on, we're halfway done now. Yeah. Uh, week four. Overcome biases. Okay, so how do we we figure out these things that are um, these problems? Yep. And now we need solutions to them, right? Okay. So, so first solution, you have to rethink awesome stuff. So awesome stuff. We think awesome stuff is going to make us happy. Uh, what should we do instead of awesome stuff? Experiences. Like so, for example. For example, um. Getting a new iPhone vs going to Maldives about well in this story about the same price. Most people will choose getting a new iPhone, but then going to Maldives as an experience makes you happier. Going so travel right travel. Um, other things can be experiences. Maybe we don't quite think of them as experiences, but like going out to a super nice restaurant, mm-hmm. trying some new food, trying new kind of things. Those are all kind of experiences that will make us happier, um, and the thing that so when you ask people to predict, what do you think will make you happier? You'll think like I got an iPhone, I can use that for the next couple of years until I break the screen after a couple of weeks. Um, roasted, um, and then what about the vacation vacation to the Maldives? Just like you go to Maldives and you're really happy the scene is nice, blah, blah, blah. But, but when we're thinking about what's going to happen, we're going to think like, oh, that's kind of a waste of money, isn't it, right? I'm going to go to Maldives for a week and then I'm, yeah, I'm not, not going to have an iPhone. If I buy the iPhone, I'll have the iPhone next week. If I go to Maldives for a week, I'll come home and I won't have any iPhone and I won't be in the Maldives. That doesn't sound very good. Yep. But what actually happens when we think about the things we've done in the past, when I think about – so Riley – Think about that iPhone you bought last month. Okay. Um, was that a good purchase? Do you think that was like, are you super happy with having spent that money? Yeah, sort of. You're like pretty happy, right? Mm-hmm. What about that vac- vacation to the Maldives you spent your that money on last month? How do you feel about that? It was awesome. It was awesome. I have all these awesome memories and that was money well spent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next bias, next problem we have is... is- Thor, hedonic adaptation. So this is kind of like once we've got that iPhone, once we have a fancy house, nice car, um, married a person and found our soulmate and married them, mm-hmm. like how do we not get this hedonic adaptation where after a couple months, everything is just back to being normal? Mm-hmm. So how do we thwart? How do we do that thwarting? You have to savor stuff and experiences. What does? What, how do you savor stuff? Savor stuff. Pretending you're drinking your pink bubble tea again, and you're bored of it. Just take your time, enjoy the moment, and really feel that bubble tea in your mouth. Isn't that delicious? Yeah. So, don't if you're drinking your bubble tea while you're watching YouTube or something, mm-hmm. you aren't really getting the full bubble tea experience, right? Mm-hmm. If you're that you're thinking about other stuff, and so. Take some time and enjoy that bubble tea. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also can kind of – so more stuff about like – so this is all kind of what we can do about this good stuff that we have, um, mm-hmm. how we can appreciate it a little bit more. So we have a few more ways we can – Yeah. Negative visualization. 
Like, imagine a good thing never happened. Okay, so what's an example of that? Like, if I haven't gone to YCIS, I wouldn't have met my friends. Yeah, and kind of we're trying to think about like how many coincidences that you've got this super good friend that you're super friendly and you like each other and you have so much fun together. Um, how lucky it is that you ended up in the same city and went to the same school and were in the same class and met each other and got to be friends. Think about how many tiny little changes could have happened that or even like if you were born a couple weeks earlier you might have been in a different grade and then you wouldn't have been in the same class or same school or whatever and you wouldn't have been best friends mm -hmm. uh, what else can we do make this day your last you enjoy things more when you think it's going to end soon did you enjoy school today yep was it going to end soon did you feel like it's it already ended wow right, so sorry so like your last day of school you're kind of thinking about all your friendship like you're enjoying being with all your friends and thinking about things that are you're kind of very aware it's almost over and apparently that makes us more happier than thinking wow we've got lots of time we have all this time together we have all the time in the world we don't appreciate quite as much yeah another thing reset reference points like this is a funny example. If you go sleep under a bridge or on a bridge, you'll appreciate having a bed. Yeah, or like go out camping or something. Go out camping, live in the woods, go poop in the woods and stuff. Um, and then when you come back, you'll kind of say, wow, I have electricity. This is super yeah. awesome. And we skipped their gratitude. Gratitude. Oh, yeah. Count the good things in our lives. Receiving gratitude also makes you happy. Okay, so it's two, that's two different things. So what's the first thing? Count the good thing in our life. So how do we do that? Like, say, oh, I'm so happy that something, something okay. happened. And then what was the second thing? Receiving gratitude also makes you happy. How do you receive gratitude? Like if I say, Adam, this is fake. Um, thank you, blah, 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 blah. Aww, I'm so happy. Riley said she's grateful for me, and that makes me feel wonderful inside. Okay, and then this was a kind of funny, last one's also kind of funny. Yeah. So interrupt consumption. Consumption, so you're eating or experiencing something. But then someone interrupts you, and then later on, you're going to think it's better. Okay, so the very the funny example of this is TV commercials. That you Do you ever watch TV with like commercials and stuff? No. Not that much, but like when I was a kid, that there was always commercials. No, I watch on my iPad. And are there ads? Do they give you yep. I'm just like, and the winner is everyone buy the soap, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, no. So we hate ads. We hate ads. And right now we, we block ads. We try and get away from ads as much as possible. Mm -hmm. But what did they tell us? They tell us that mm, TV commercial breaks or just ad breaks makes us enjoy the show more that like you interrupt this show that you're enjoying so much you get interrupted by some ads and you're like when the tv show comes back on you're like wow this is so much better than my reference point my new reference point of that ads yeah so we can do this when you're eating stuff so when you're eating cookies mm -hmm. um you can take a bite take eat a cookie and then take a bite of soap right and then when you go back to the cookie you'll be what? like whoa this is delicious <laughs> Uh, okay. Or or at least, I think he ate them all. 
Riley's looking for her cookies. Um, hey, my brother ate them. Um, that you can, rather than eating a whole lot of cookies at once, if you eat the cookies spread out more, you'll enjoy them more. Yes. Okay, so that's that's what we do with the stuff that we have already, how we can mm-hmm. make that better. Uh, what about, so let's run through pretty quickly the things that we should be wanting that we that actually will make us happy. Okay. So, job, how, what should I, I mean, I kind of need money to live and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. What should I look for in a job that will make me happy? Find a job that lets you use signature strengths and have lots of cement high. Who's Chahentmahai? Chahentmahai. Um, the guy who said about flow is good. So flow, so we want to be able to be in a state where we're doing working on something that's pretty difficult, but mm-hmm. also we're good at, and that's a good kind of feeling to be yes. doing stuff. Um, grades. So get good grades on tests, right? Mm-hmm. Is that the most important thing? Nope. So what's the most important thing? Have good growth mindset. Believe you can do it, and don't give up. Fall seven, get up eights. Even though you were already up after the seventh time you got <laughs> Hey! Um, learn stuff. Don't just do what gets you a good grade. Right. So be focused on learning and trying to get better rather than say, like, oh, I got an A. I don't need to work any harder. That, like, Mm -hmm. your teacher, you got your reports, your teacher was like, you're super good at English. Your English is, your English English report was super, super awesome. So does that mean you shouldn't work so hard at English, right? You could have got good grades in English without even working so hard, right? Nope. Okay, that's going to make noise in there. Okay. Um, Okay, next, kindness. Thinking about kind things you did makes you happier. Doing more kind things makes you happier. If you spend money on yourself, you'll be sad. If you buy stuff for your best friend, you'll be happy. So we said that spending money on yourself, a lot of times, what happens if I buy myself a new iPhone? I'll think like, oh, I bought this iPhone. It's not making me that happy. Now I'm regretting it. Now the iPhone's actually making me sad because it's not as awesome as I thought it was. That this iPhone is actually making me sad. But what what kind of things can we spend money on that will definitely make us happy? Other people. If you buy something, a present, or make something, do something for someone else, that will is much more likely to make you happy. Yeah, today I just did. That you gave a present to your friend and did it make her happy? Yes. You also made her happy, right? Yes. Okay, next, social connection. Strong social ties makes you healthier and less. Di- <laughs> oh, this is a notes that Adam wrote, and um, and also happier. So I think this is looking at like elderly people, and they're saying that people who are in their maybe seventies, eighties, nineties, that having more friends uh, actually does make them healthier and actually live longer. Mm-hmm. So you live longer, you'll be less dead. Talking to strangers makes you happier. The person you talk to will be happier too. So we did all these. So they did lots of these studies where they kind of put two people in the room and they who think they're doing some other test and they tell them either like go talk to the other person, say hi, ask them how their day is going, comment on whatever, make just talk a little bit, and 
what happens when you go and talk to someone and instead of just like playing with your phone or ignoring them or whatever? You'd be happier. What about me, though? You came up, you strange lady, strange lady, you came up to me while I was deep in thought and you were like, hey, Adam, how's it going? You don't know my name. Like, hey, Mr. Gentleman, how's it going? You must have disturbed me, right? I must have been very grumpy after you disturbed me from whatever I was doing. Sometimes that may happen. But in general, what does happen? They go like, hi, my date's good, and they start talking blah, 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 and they're happy. Yep, you ask them later, they're like, yeah, I'm happier that you don't really bother people. We worry, maybe worry too much about disturbing strangers, but maybe we could disturb them more, and we'd both be happier. Did you know every time I go to a place, I find someone that looks cool, and then I go up to them and say, hi! Okay, next. Time affluence. Time affluence. Free time makes you happier more than more money. But most people choose money over time. Okay, and so an example of this is commuting to work. Would you rather have a good job, a super job that pays you a ton of money, but you have to spend an hour in traffic going to work and an hour in traffic coming home to work or like an hour on the subway each way, mm-hmm. or a job that doesn't give you quite as much money, but is a 10-minute walk from your house? 10-minute walk. But what do our dumb minds tell us to do? Um, I want 10 minutes. So what does other people want to do? Other people, I think, people in general will take the job that offers more money, and then yep. later they'll be miserable because they're sitting in a car for two or three hours every day going back and forth to work. Yeah. Okay. And then we also can kind of control our mind. Yes, it's called mind control. But sorry, it's not those sci-fi stories or movies that you control other people, mind smacking them in the walls. It is something like meditation. Yeah, or any kind of just trying to like look at your thoughts from the outside. That mm-hmm. Imagine when you're experiencing anger. What are you feeling when you are angry? Someone just ate all your cookies. Um, I'm so angry. That you, so you can either be just angry, have this anger inside of you, or you can like take a step back and you can say, like, hmm, my brain is feeling this anger emotion. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> I wonder how long I'm going to be angry for. <laughs> and then you will be able to kind of get rid of that feeling. And is there anything you can do about your cookies getting eating, eaten? I'm not angry. I'm just sad. And then you could be like, I'm wow, sad. I'm sad. I wonder how long we'll be sad about <laughs> cookies. What? Okay, so we can meditate. Uh, we've done a little bit of meditation. What kind? We tried it a few. We tried mindfulness, awareness, gratitude. What kind? Kind. Like? Kindness. Loving kindness, where you kind of, how do, you, how do we do the loving kindness meditation? Go like, say, that they're going to have a great day to everyone. So this is thinking about yourself, and what do you say to yourself? You are going to be happy. Like, I wish for you to be happy and healthy and awesome. Yep. And then who else do we say that to? To your friends, family, and animals. So you just imagine some people, imagine strangers, imagine people, and you just say some, or a specific stranger, a specific person you've seen or something, and say, like, I hope that person is happy. Okay, and then a couple other things that we said that Exercise and sleep are super, super good for you. Yes. They, they make drugs that, like medical drugs, medicines, that will help you with depression. What's the best drug for being depressed? I forgot. 
Oh, I mean exercise. Right. The exercise does way better than any drugs to make us yep. happier. And sleep. If you don't sleep, you will be disturbed in the mood. Sleep the, makes you smart and the, happier. So if you don't get you're not getting enough sleep. Well, how much is enough? I mean, enough is that you're not tired in the morning. I'm always tired in the morning. But, but I mean, sometimes like you don't sleep much and you get like super tired, right? I'm just like no, but always in the morning I'm just like wow, I don't want to wake up. Or if up. someone gets you up super early because you have to go to school or have to go to the airport or yep, you don't, that's and you, when. But on Saturday, Sundays, I just wake up super early. So, but when you wake up and you don't, and someone makes you wake up and you don't want to wake up, how do you feel? Tired. And how's your mood? Wow. Grumpy, right? Yup. Okay. So, week six. So, last thing, we got to, almost last thing, is how do we make habits that will make us happy? Okay, it's called better habits. So, we are really lazy, most people. If you put candy in the drawer, and you'll be too lazy to open the door and eat it. Why does a drawer have a door? I mean, hey! <laughs> I did not write those notes. That's why you got to think for yourself. Um, okay, so they did some studies where you either have a bowl of like M&Ms sitting right on the desk in front of you mm-hmm. or in the drawer within an arm's reach, but kind of inside a drawer. Mm-hmm. And our brains, when we see that food right in front of us, we're like, ah, I'm going to eat it all. And we eat like twice as much food just because it's sitting like right in front of us rather than being in a drawer. Because mm-hmm. our minds are kind of – we're lazy and our minds are weird like that. So what's the idea that we should do if we have something that we don't want? Yeah, like fruits and veggies. Something we don't want. Don't want – oh, yeah, I forgot. Like, what do I don't want? Green beans. Green bean. Well, let's say something that we think that we're planning that we think is bad for us that we want to discourage ourselves from doing. Are you at a risk? Is it? Are you? If there are green beans on the table, would you be like wanking all the green beans? Nope. So, something like let's say you are a person who drinks too much kid beer. Hey. We should. If you have kid beer in your house, it's much more likely you're going to get to drink it than if you have to go out, go to the store, and um, we just try to make it difficult to do bad things. So some people spend too much money on like Amazon, too much money on um, buying stuff. Um, Tallow is not a great – for this example, Tallow doesn't quite work. But what these people do is they take – if they say, I want a shock list, they take their credit card and they freeze it into a block of ice. What? They freeze it. They put it in their freezer. They put it in a big jar of water or something. They freeze it. And then you know what that means? If they want to go buy something, they have to take it out of the freezer, wait for it to melt, and like do a lot of work. Uh-huh. And so that's the one that makes it hard. But if we want to do something like you want to go running in the morning, mm-hmm. how can we make that easy? Just go out and run. But like, let's say tomorrow morning you want to go up, go up, go out running tomorrow morning, but you might be kind of tired and lazy and not do it. So how do you make it easier? How do we make it more likely you're going to do Sleep it? Sleep more. But, like, how do you make it easy for when you wake up to go running rather than having to make decisions and think and, like, do stuff before you go running? Do stuff the night before. What kind of stuff could you do to make it easier to go running? Um, Find out your clothes, get the stuff you need, blah, blah, blah. So get your clothes and 
shoes and everything ready and maybe get your breakfast ready so you don't have to spend a lot of time like making breakfast and whatever and make it as easy as possible to just get up and go running. And so we learned a way to set goals and think about goals. And so what was that? It's the whoop goal. I mean the whoop method. One, think about your wish. So think about, so, and and let's actually just go through this because we have a goal. The last part, what's the last assignment for our class? What's the thing we have to do? Um, we have to pick one of them and do it. So pick a habit, these kind of things, these that we were practicing, um, pick a habit and then do it for how long? For four weeks. Four weeks. We're trying to do it every day and kind of probably every day and just notice what it's doing and see if it can help make us happier. So what is your thing that you pick that you want to do? Um, savoring and gratitude. And what, so what are you going to do to savor and gratitude it? I'm going to write in my diary. And what are you going to write in your diary? What I savored in gratitude. Hmm. So what, 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 what actually are oh. you? Um, my day. So you're writing down your day, and then like, what, but for the purpose of this course, you're savoring gratitude. What are you going to write down? What are you going to put in your diary? What I savored at that day. And what else? What I'm grateful for. Okay, and so three things you're grateful for, right? You're going to try to make yes. three things. Okay, so your wish, and then we're going – step two is your first O is your outcome. So what's the best outcome? What is – going to happen from this that i want to write in my diary every day the diary must be more than half a page long it can include pictures lists and everything you can think of this will be a summer vacay diary it will be just a simple diary neat enough for my future self to understand filled with my mind every day i will write down one thing i savored and three things i'm grateful for all right so we have we kind of think about like what's the good thing and also maybe it'll make you even happier that would be another good outcome right yeah that's not gonna go in your mouth hey okay step three potential obstacles so yeah i may be too lazy to write i may be too busy i'll forget i'm very forgetful i will be traveling it's summer diary I could lose it. I am very forgetful, as I said again. And future me may not want to write in my diary. Okay, so next step is kind of we don't just think about the good stuff. If we just think about the good stuff, then we won't know what's going to happen. We we Maybe things are going to get hard at some point, and we won't be able to keep going. So we also think about both the good stuff. We need the good stuff to make us want to do it. We also need the bad stuff to be prepared and to not expect everything's going to be perfect. Yes, so. And last. The right. Um. Last is your if-then plan. So last, the put in whoop is plan. So if-then plan. So what kind of things do we have for our plan? So, plan. So we're t- we take our obstacles, right? We take our obstacles. So and then what do we do with our obstacles? We do an if-then. Mm-hmm. So for example. For example. If I forget, I could ask someone to um, remind me or do a nose. Right. So we're trying to be pretty specific um, of what's going to happen if something goes wrong. And also, we want to be specific about how you're going to write in your diary, right? If you just say, do it sometime, do it every day. How do you know when you should do it? You can say, oh, I'll do it later. And then maybe you'll forget and it won't get done. 
So what did we say to try and make this specific? Like when you're going to do your writing? I'm going to do it every day um, at night beef after I brush my teeth. So try to make it very specific that we say every night you brush your teeth. Do you brush your teeth every night? Yeah. Awesome. That's yeah. good. So that's very good for you. Um, and so after you brush your teeth, go write your four thing, your savoring and your gratitude. Write that stuff in your diary. Mm-hmm. Um and we're trying to be specific and said that if for some reason something bad happens and you are too busy or you don't write it at night, mm-hmm. what do you do in that case? Um, You write it in the morning. So first thing in the morning, do your diary in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're planning to do this for? The summer. For the purpose of the class, we have four weeks of testing about gratitude and savoring, right? Mm-hmm. Do you have any predictions about... What's going to happen with your gratitude and savoring? Do you think they tell us it's going to make you happy, make you even happier? Mm-hmm. Do you believe them? Okay. Okay. I mean, you're pretty happy already. Do you think this could make you even happier? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, do you have any other predictions about what? Because we can check back in four weeks, right? We're going to check back in four weeks and find out how this experiment went. Do you have any more hypotheses? Anything else that... Um, not really. I think sometimes I'll sort of write the same thing, like, I enjoy the strawberry milkshake. I enjoy the chocolate cake. Uh, I mean, you won't enjoy it every day. You'll get bored, won't you, if you eat strawberry milkshake every day? Hey, no, I mean that day. Okay, so I think that's probably enough for today. Yeah. Check back in four weeks, and we will see how it went. Yep. And we'll see you. Have a nice summer. Bye. Bye.